A point of view by Deepthi Nair touches upon very important matters occurring in our day-to-day life without fear or favor, sometimes changing our opinion and always leaving us with a better perspective. A point of view. This is Deepthi Nair and you are listening to A Point of View. Sexual harassment, domestic violence, eve teasing, honor killing, acid attack, rape, abuse, assault, molestation. Violence against women has many forms. Women experience one form or the other on a daily basis and mostly choose to keep quiet about it. Except perhaps when incidents like the recent Manglo attack or the Guwahati molestation cases shock people out of their reverie. Men, I don't know what they're thinking because they come outside our paying guests and outside, you know, on the, on the roads and they're flashing. Walking to college itself has become so hard. Even going in the auto has become very scary these days. Boys are taking, they think that they have more power and even if you try, it's like you're, you're a girl, you can't do anything. And this is really sad. I think we need to start creating awareness amongst girls and we need to become strong and find a solution to all this deep teasing and we need to tell them that we are not objects or we're not, we're not toys. We can't, we don't want to put up with all. Just stop it. The problem is us being a girls college, before you can even step out, you're like walking to the gate and you see guys staring at you. Whatever you're wearing, even if you're wearing a Churidar, a full sleeve churidar with a dupatta. Even if you're wearing a burqa, they're, like, they're optically raping you by looking at you. As girls' students recount their daily horrors, one wonders at the irony of how moral policing is perpetuating violence against women. It would seem as if moral policing was meant for women alone. Geeta Arvumudan, author of Disappearing Daughters, The Tragedy of Female Forticide, says the morality of a woman cannot be judged by the length of a skirt. New face uh, of moral policing which is really worrying me is that this is almost self-esteem turning violence against women into a kind of reality show. The recent Manglo incident where goons attacked a birthday party in the name of protecting the honour of girls who were partying with boys and the molestation of a teenager by a mob of hooligans on the streets of Guwahati with a crowd of mute spectators have outraged the nation and resumed the debate on moral policing. And when the law itself assumes the role of a hockey stick wielding police cop as happened with the Mumbai Assistant Commissioner of Police who became the symbol of vigilante justice, to paraphrase Shakespeare, there's something rotten in the states of India. Earlier in 2009, a similar attack on girls in a pub in Mangalore had caused an upsurge of protests and debates across the nation. And yet, such incidents continue to happen around us and to us. Representatives of women's organizations, activists and students met to discuss how to keep the momentum going in their fight against such violence. Says Clifton Di Rosario, advocate at the Alternative Law Forum. The very fact that you have dress codes in college, for me, the policing begins from Donna Fernandez of Vimochna, a women's organization, says it has been 35 years since they have been fighting for women's rights and she's totally disheartened with the way things are. Laws and the courts really don't help. First of all, it's such a bloody long, drawn-out process. We have stupid lawyers, lawyers who can be bought up, who never take up your case. I'm sorry to be sounding so bad because we're dealing with these issues all the time. You go to the police, the police are so damn laid back. They say, oh, you go with a, um, uh, you know, 
know, case that your wife, uh, you're being beaten, oh, you must have done something. Then if your husband doesn't beat you, who will beat you? You know, things like as ridiculous as so things are really bad, and that is reflected. I know I'm sounding very pessimistic, but this is reflected in the kind of cases. I know exactly where you're coming from, Donna, but I really think we should work with the police. There's value in thinking through dialogues with people we usually put away. In the sense, we don't want to engage with whether it's adolescent boys, whether it's men, whether it's the police, whether it's these masculine bodies. We just can't stand at moment. Ekta Mittal is a theatre practitioner and activist who feels the dialogues can be in the form of street plays that address such issues. It may be worthwhile to also see the larger picture here. Is the portrayal of women in films, advertising, and TV perpetuating violence on the road? Are men looking for item numbers out of the movie theatres too? According to Subir Ghosh, a journalist and activist who has just completed a study on moral policing, the portrayal of women in media is no justification for violence against women. Yes, the portrayal of women has probably changed in the last five, ten years. Probably it has a lot to do with uh, the liberalisation that set in from the 1990s. We had actually done an online survey on the state of moral policing of women in India. That was earlier this year. Uh, one of the most uh, stark findings have been most women feel that the state of moral policing has kind of worsened in the last three years. And most of these have to do with what women wear. This invariably brings us to the question of the role of news media. Have TRP ratings drowned all consideration of media ethics? Says Ammu Joseph, a veteran journalist. Media ethics is something today that uh, observed more in the breach than otherwise. You know? I mean, I, I, I'm fairly sure that there is very little discussion about media ethics in even journalism, educational institutions. So I think there has to be a lot more uh, focus and discussion of media ethics. Uh, all kinds of uh, issues come up into that, which involves the ethics of those who own the media, those who run the media, as well as those who work in the media. The larger picture also shows that the increase in moral policing and subsequent attack on women has a lot to do with the socio-economic conditions. While the physical barriers between class and caste have dissolved in the sense that everyone has a right to frequent a mall or a pub, the psychological and economic barrier is a tough wall to crack. Even as media, we do need to examine these social trends with a lot more seriousness and try to understand what are the dynamics in our society that have led to this kind of upsurge now. There are no easy answers, but it is time we at least ask the right questions. This is Deepthi Nair and you are listening to A Point of View. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this Sochcast. What is your Soch? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own Sochcast. At Sochcast, apni soch dunia ko sunao. Sochcast.